it's time for the Squacklecast! You'll have a blast with the Squacklecast! Here's a friendly warning, you'll probably be offended. Your mom jokes in bad movies. Life, what's that? Weather and more. Oh, you'll have a blast with the Squacklecast! Alright, hello everyone. This is the Squacklecast, episode 4, entitled DJ Honey, Drop It! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Dave Fubond, and with me is Billy. I said Yay. your name this time. I said your name this time. How do you like that? As you should. Yeah, I guess You've so. been cutting me out all this time. I demand compensation for three podcasts <laughs> that no one listens to. Hey, uh, you know, ten people listen to it, maybe. I think there was My Little Ponies. That's what did it. Yeah. It scared people off. Well, this time there are no My Little Ponies. This that's time... what you think. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so there's this trailer called uh, The Lucky One. And this movie is kind of uh, creepy. In uh, it's a romance movie, but to me it's creepy. Well, Would... give them the premise first. Okay, so the premise is uh, this you, you you know what the movie is about, right? I do. Or are you just making it up as you go? I don't really know what the movie is actually about. I just know that there's. <laughs> so give them premise on something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's kind of the point, isn't it? So uh, so anyway, this this military guy. <laughs> so this military guy, he finds a picture on the ground, and then uh, this explosion happens behind him. He's like, oh, my God, I could have been two feet closer, and I would have died. Although where he was standing before he found the picture, he was probably a little bit farther away from the explosion. Um, That's so not true. <laughs> so anyway, he finds this laminated picture in uh, in the rubble, and we don't know how it got there, obviously, from the trailer. I guess we'll to watch the movie and find out, but... It, uh, Zach Efron's character, he tracks down this lady, he sees it in a picture, and somehow he uh, coerces his her mom. You're just recapping the trailer, aren't you? That's what you're basically doing. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I asked for a premise, and you're just describing everything in the trailer. <laughs> like, there's, no, there, there's no, nothing online that you can read off of. Oh, okay, here it is. U.S. Marine Sergeant Logan Tybalt returns from his third tour of duty in Iraq with the one thing he credits with keeping him alive, a photograph he found of a woman he doesn't even know. Learning her name is Beth and where she lives, he shows up at her door and ends up taking a job at her family-run local kennel. Despite her initial mistrust and the complications in her life, a romance develops between them, giving Logan hope that... (laughs) Giving Logan hope that Beth could be much more than his good-luck charm. So, yeah, this guy just sounds like a stalker to me. How does he find out her name? I don't... If it's just a picture in well, sand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How does that even work out? <laughs> like, I, I, I guess he has to like, ask his other buddies. Like, oh, yeah. Tom... He used military intel to find I, this I lady. suppose. Or like Tom like died last week and that was his picture. <laughs> <laughs> and like all his buddies knew, oh, that's us. That's uh, Sandy or Beth from. Uh, he googled her apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Just described a picture in the in the Google search. Like yeah, that looks like her. Found her on Facebook. Yeah, you just scan the picture, put it in the Google Images, and it pops up. Yeah. 
It's a lot easier nowadays, I guess. <laughs> Stalking never been so easy. <laughs> Wonders of the internet. Is that all we got? <laughs> uh, Wonders of the internet. <laughs> uh, well, let me play this random clip. I don't know this trailer by heart. Let's see what happens. It's just somebody that what if you found like a Pokemon card in the sand? Would that change his life? I'm sure that Logan already has plans. I can't remember the last time. Like I found a Snorlax in the sand. It's laminated. And it says, keep safe. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so she had to have known whoever she gave that picture to, right? So, so Zach Efron's like basically picking up. For on all this he chick. knows, it could be just like a an, a clipping from an ad or something, right? I, I guess. Like she could be a Sears <laughs> model or something like that. <laughs> and then some loser laminates it, writes "keep safe" on the back. Yeah, he's just fucking around with Zach Efron's character. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a terrorist plot, like they uh, just scatter a bunch of these pictures around. Oh, that'd be yeah. I watched that movie. Al Qaeda turns yeah, out. Yeah, she's to, a sleeper uh... terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Falls in love with. Now Second he on. now he has to decide between two things he loves: his country, and his girlfriend. This stranger that he doesn't know, <laughs> and track down somehow. If it's that easy to just track down whoever you wanted to, um, I don't know. Like, couldn't you just like get whatever models you find in like one of those picture frames? You buy it. He like wouldn't a have a story, would he? I guess not, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there has to be some sort of explanation as to how he finds out who she is. But I guess he could come up with another story if he's trying to look up Scarlett Johansson or something. All right. Well, I I think a lot of people know where Scarlett Johansson lives, though, don't they? Yeah, well, who else then? Because if it's a motto, then they're fairly well known, right? Well, I don't know. It's just a, a face on a picture, and you found them. <laughs> <laughs> You tell me. <laughs> I don't actually believe that Zac Efron is a Marine. Like, do you actually buy he could be a Marine? Sure. He, he seems like uh, Luke Skywalker when he puts on the Stormtrooper outfit. And at some point, I expect in the movie someone to say, "You're, aren't you a little short to be a Marine or something like that? <laughs> well, you know, the the video you showed me about his bra trick, that just no. gets him into the military automatically. Because he's so like awesome with his hands. He doesn't need any other training. Nope. It just teaches everyone how to trap bras. Explosion! I just watch it over and over again. Two. How would you compare it to Dear John? Uh, I don't know. I think Dear John is a little more heartfelt and uh, sensible. Well, who was in Dear John? Dear John was Channing Tatum, right? And the blonde chick from Mean Girls. Uh, Amanda Seyfried? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't she seem a little lopsided? Like her body, physically, just lopsided? A little bit. I think it's mostly like her face. I think it's her boobs. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That... Yeah, because her boobs make her seem like a, a bit of a upside-down bowling pin, I guess. Yeah, it's like these movies, kind of, these new romance movies are kind of weird. Just like they pair up... They... They just pair up uh, people with not much chemistry. Like whoever's, yeah, pretty much. Like they just like whoever's hot right now, mm -hmm. and then some random girl no one knows about. Well, who else? Can you name an example? Well, in Dear John, it's Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried. Uh huh. And then the lucky one, it's Zac Efron and whoever the chick is. 
What about Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams in The Vow? Uh, I don't know what The Vow is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I remember what The Vow is. Okay. Uh, it's pretty... The Vow is that she loses her memory. I think they were married. Oh, okay. They were in a car accident. Well, she loses her memory. I, I think the, the case with The Vow is that they actually had money to spend on getting a higher, a bigger name actress. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Rachel McAdams has just not been doing anything recently. Well, she does things. I don't think she's just as high profile. She's pretty high profile, but she's not that big of a star. Well, she hasn't really done much since Mean Girls and uh, Wedding Crashers. Well, she did um, Morning Glory with Patrick Wilson and Harrison Ford. And she had uh, Midnight in Paris. Yeah, these right. movies just go over my head right now. You haven't uh, heard any of these movies? Nope. Unbelievable. If I had that soundboard up, I'd be playing Arnold right now. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the lucky one uh, just seems like a really weird Doesn't Shannon Tatum seem like... Huh? Seem like he, he seems like he would be a good actor if he didn't speak. Right? Channing, <laughs> Channing Tatum? Yeah. Well, I've never seen a Channing Tatum movie, so... you never seen one Channing Tatum? You didn't even see G.I. Joe? Oh. Uh, yeah, I did see G.I. Joe, but... He was not exactly the worst part of the movie, so I wasn't really paying attention to him that much. Did, well, did you enjoy G.I. Joe, or did you not enjoy G.I. Joe? Uh... <laughs> enjoy how? <laughs> <laughs> In in the sense that it's a terrible movie. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> well, the, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Enjoy, I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did enjoy uh, Joseph Gordon as the evil Asian guy. <laughs> he he was pretty good as that. I mean, that was like the best part of the movie because he was. Just it seemed like troll. an odd role for him to play. He doesn't seem very menacing at all. Well, that's why they had to like disguise his face. With like, uh, he doesn't seem like Cobra at all, though. No, I know. But... You expect Cobra to be a, a badass, and then you see, <laughs> you see the kid from Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> and it's like, what's going on? It's a... that's okay. Everyone likes it. <laughs> Stop whining. <laughs> but he wasn't that good of a villain. Uh, yeah, I guess not. But. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't do much as a villain. He didn't, he didn't really evolve into the Cobra that we know, even. Like, he was kind of like the, the precursor Cobra. Yeah. So, I think in the next one with The Rock and whoever, mm -hmm. then we'll see more... Are you expecting it to be better than the Steven Sommers one? Well, I don't think you can really question, like say no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then how would you rate the first one? Well, the first one, I, I thought was like a 2 out of 5. A 2 out of 5? I would say it's like a C movie. But I enjoyed it enough. Like it's, it doesn't have very good effects, but it's entertaining enough. I like the I like the ninja guy. That was like pretty cool. And then Snake Eyes. Yeah, Snake Eyes. There were so many flashbacks in that movie. Like every other scene was a flashback. It was. Well, if you want your movie to be artistic, you have flashbacks, right? <laughs> I laugh when he was driving his motorcycle in the rain. Like it's, it seems such a cliche moment. Oh, yeah, when he's like jumping off the bike and slicing fools. Yeah, and the other ninja guy, the um, 
Storm Shadow is back. I thought he died. Didn't he die in... Well, I don't know. Like, I guess he must have been resurrected somehow with ninja powers. He was just taking a, a long respite in the ground. <laughs> but the one thing I did like about the, the new G.I. Joe trailer was that like the, the first like two minutes they're like everybody's dead <laughs> <laughs> they had to clean house with Marlon yeah, Wayne <laughs> yeah pretty much Rachel Nichols <laughs> Marlon Wayne's like uh, I want to get paid twice as much as the first one everyone who did want to come back I don't, I don't think they wanted to come back yeah, they, have to, they have to get way more money to come back for that yeah they have to well, get some people who actually who people who audiences want to see that's what they wanted. Well, well, people wanted to see Channing Tatum, just not in that movie. Well, Channing Tatum's still in the movie, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. He's not, I think he's... it's Channing Tatum and, and it's The Rock and Bruce Willis, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's Channing Tatum and... Let me see, G.I. Joe 2. Bruce Willis, Dwayne Johnson. Well, Channing Tatum is apparently at the top, so it seems like it's a marketing vehicle to have... Well, he's Duke, right? He plays the lead. Duke Hauser. Yeah. They should have... um. PSAs during the movie. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah. At the end, don't make shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Always wear a condom. <laughs> or else you get people like Channing Tatum getting bored. And now you know, knowing it's half the battle. Well, whoever that red, red-haired girl from the first one wasn't so bad. Oh, I forgot her name. Yeah, Rachel Nichols. She was in P2 with Wes Bentley. Have you seen P2? P2? Yeah. What's up? It's um, a Stucker movie set around Christmas, and Rachel Nichols um, plays this beautiful office worker, and the security parking lot guy has a crush on her and decides to keep her for Christmas in the parking <laughs> structure. <laughs> nice. Can't escape. <laughs> But uh, I think you like that movie too. Wes Bentley. Yeah, Wes Bentley plays like a. He plays a real creep in the movie, even more so than in American Beauty. Really? Yeah. It's it's very over the top creepy. Nice. But not creepy, where it's Hannibal Lecter creepy. Mm-hmm. It's between comical and and just. Uh, Unnerving. That <laughs> 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 sounds sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, but Ray Stevenson, Punisher. How can you go wrong with that, right? Jojo too. I don't know why Rizzo is in the movie. Blind Master. <laughs> he plays a blind master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think The Rock is probably gonna be like a minor character rather than a major character. Well, he should be the main character because he's fantastic. Well, well, I'm seeing this poster right here, and it's just Chang Tatum. No one else. I'm pretty sure it's a set of character posters. So just that's just one in a set of character posters. And he's at the top of this list here on IMDb. Oh, whoa, excuse me. He is Captain Duke Hauser. <laughs> and the other guy's the same roadblock. Yeah. Well, that's his nickname, right? I guess. But he's not like, like he's not like Sergeant Roadblock. <laughs> or Lieutenant Commander Roadblock. He's major Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> major Roblox. <laughs> and then uh, Jonathan Price is U.S. President. <laughs> These are great names. Yeah, I do not believe him as a president, though. 
Is it, doesn't he have like a British accent in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Arno Vazlu returns as Star Ten. I don't think we would ever have someone with an accent, a foreign accent as a president. Not even Arnold? No. He couldn't get his way around the Constitution? Nope. He is not uh, of the of the soil or of the blood. <laughs> so the Simpsons got it wrong. He couldn't be president at all. <laughs> in class, my my professor, she was at this panel discussion, and on the panel was James Cameron, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and some other people. And she said, "If you never met Arnold in your life, he's the most charismatic guy you ever seen." <laughs> yeah, he seems like a really uh, interesting person. Yeah, like he was just winning the audience over, even though. He was a terrible governor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't. He wasn't that bad. He stayed in office long enough to sign my, sign my diploma. Yeah, I just like the scene in Arrested Development where they got a letter from the like the DMV or something, and then on the sheet was a watermark of Arnold's head. It's <laughs> 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 one of those sight gags that worked. Yes. Yeah. So, what else would you like to see, Zac Efron in? Um, I want to see Zac Efron in a gay romance movie with Channing Tatum. Uh, 21 Jump Street Part 2. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> he goes undercover as a gay student. Yep. And they have to prove themselves. At the gay Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> a gay Catholic school. Because he's making moves, right? He's trying to get away from that Disney stuff. He grew a beard and everything. He, he's Zac Efron? Yeah. Yeah. He grew a terrible beard, but he's grew a beard. Yeah, he has that beard for um, Lucky One. It looks like um, Bud Bundy's beard, where he, pen, he pencils it in or markers it in with uh-huh. a brown marker or something. See, I don't even know how he got famous at all. He's just in a ton of shitty things. High School Musical? Yeah, it's High School Musical. Have you seen Seventeen again? Seventeen again? No. I forgot which movie it was. Someone wanted to borrow Charlie St. Cloud. Which is one of the Zac Efron films. After High School Musical 3, I think it was. But I didn't have it. But I didn't tell her that. So I burned Showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie St. Cloud on it and gave it to her. <laughs> I don't think she ever watched it, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I never heard anything back. I, there was no like upset, uh, you gave me Showgirls, what the hell is Showgirls? Like, it's the greatest movie ever. <laughs> push it, push it. <laughs> yeah, Charlie St. Cloud is like another one of those shitty love story bullshit things. It's like, let's make a sad premise and then make it a romance. Did you watch that one? I did not watch it. I think that one was Someone Died, right? Yeah, his, his little brother died, and he's, like, hallucinating and seeing all these weird visions of his younger brother. And then he has some sort of romance with this random girl who he made somehow. I guess he's, like, living next door to her. I've got news for you. You are mine now. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes so possessive of, over that girl. Does he in that movie? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because uh, his younger brother wants a piece of that. <laughs> the the ghost. The ghost is like eight years old. 
I think in that movie, Zach Efron was the older brother. Okay. He was going to go play baseball, but his brother died, something like that, and he, he decided to stay home. And be in depression? Yeah. And sees dead people. And then the younger brother tries to get him back into the dating scene. <laughs> yeah. With sailing, something about sailing. I don't understand how a ghost can console you. An eight-year-old ghost can console you about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> seems just seems like a like all. It's just a really outlandish like situations that just seem to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Charlie Saint Cloud. It's a ghost telling you how to date chicks. Lucky one, you're finding chicks. Well, what just, romantic? Just by a you even like romantic comedies? Are you just opposed to romantic comedies? I like romantic comedies. Romantic films. Okay, I just don't. But like you don't them have when they're a stupid comedy or a romantic. I film. like uh, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Okay. That one was okay. Wasn't that was Ducky, right? Ducky yeah. and yeah. Yeah. And then what else? That's it. Uh, I mean, that one was pretty much like my, my favorite romance movie. What did you like about that? What I like about it is just, it was super eighties. <laughs> and uh, they had a interesting character that was not within like a normal relationship kind of movie. You know, like a, I guess John Cryer was Ducky. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. what was different about it? What was different about it? It was just, it was just funny, I guess. I don't know. It was less less sappy than most romance movies. It needs to be about 20% cooler. <laughs> Yeah, like G.I. Joe 2 is a romance movie, right? Would you watch it as a romance movie? Yeah. Like, um, if The Rock uh, had a relationship with Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and if uh, The Rock had a relationship with uh, Rachel Nichols. I don't think Rachel Nichols is in this one, right? It's There's she, another character. Is she one of the ones that died? I, I'm assuming so, because she's not back in this one. Well, what is she doing? She's... It's Adrian Padalecki. Well, why are they all like congregating at a certain, po- a certain place? And but there were like... a lot of... G.I. Joe characters, so I'm guessing they're just going through the list and needed a, they needed a reason to bring him in. I guess so. How many how many G.I. Joe characters are there? I don't know. I never watched G.I. Joe that much. Like, I watched Transformers and I watched... To me, other, it's, to me it seemed like there was like there was like 20. Like 20, 25 like actual like And in the first characters. one, there was, what, six? I think six of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're trying to get through the list. I mean, everyone's probably got their favorite G.I. Joe character, right? Yeah. So they want to see a roadblock. Major roadblock. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, there's about 100. 100? But, that's a lot. That's like Pokemon. But that's... Um, At some point, they were just adding people. Just... But that's like including the, the evil guys, too. Oh, okay. So it's about 50-50, I think. Scrap Iron, Serpentor... Dr. Venom. Wetsuit. You're just naming Coachella bands? <laughs> Wild Bill. No, these are all different. <laughs> these are all different guys. They sound like... Wild Bill? <laughs> yeah, there's a Wild Bill. I think they played Night 2 of Coachella. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy with the, the cowboy hat and the, the cowboy mustache. Did you watch um, Thundercats? I did. Yeah. I quite Remember Safari it. Joe? Safari Joe. No, I don't remember that guy. Safari Joe was the one that was hunting Thundercats in one episode. Huh. I must not have seen that one. Well, maybe I might have seen it. 
He had a, he had a Monaco and um, a mustache and a, like one of those safari hats and had safari clothes. But had this big spaceship that he was flying around in space. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this guy, yeah. And he landed on Third Earth because he heard from his computer that the Thundercats was big game for hunting. Uh-huh. So he wanted to hunt. Well, yeah, I so guess he must have come from some other planet. Yeah. And I was like, if you're like a spaceman, like, can't you find better clothing than a safari hat and a Monaco? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, like in the space age, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. So he, he likes to wear safari clothes. That's well, how it's he... third Earth, because like, where else would he be coming if not from Earth? He would be coming from like the planet the Predator 2, Predator 3 movie was. Wouldn't he look like Predator? I guess he's like the predator for. But he doesn't look like predator. He looks, it looks like, he looks like Teddy Roosevelt, but bald. <laughs> well, that's the point, isn't it? I don't know what else to say about him. The evil Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make him a little more fit. Yeah, and then he went back home and cleaned up the U.S. <laughs> I think Teddy Roosevelt did a lot. He was a progressive, progressive president, wasn't he? Well, he was uh, World War One, I, I think, right? I believe he fought in World War One. Oh. Yeah. He was, what, the Rough Riders? Part of the Rough Riders? Yeah, group? I think so. Yeah. Was it? I don't think it was World War One. It was probably, like, Mexican. It was one of the wars that were shot in black and white. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> he was in... Uh, a great movie. <laughs> he was in The Return of New York. Return of New York? <laughs> <laughs> and The War of the Civil Service Commission. And the war in Cuba, and what's his GI Joe name? His GI Joe name is African Safari. <laughs> or no, no, no. His real GI Joe name is Republican Party Schism. It's Bull Moose. Bull Moose. Hey, so going back to Thundercats, I was gonna say, don't you feel sorry for Mumra? Why? Because he's like this poor guy living in some shack. Like pyramid shack thing in the middle of the mm-hmm. desert. He has no friends. He he talks to like he's that. He's got some friends. He's got like that bird thing that he talks to. Oh, he's got um the mutants, right? Yeah, and yeah, I guess so. He has yeah, he's all those mutant guys. But he's a he's, mummy. Like, what do you want from a mummy? Like he goes to sleep for a thousand years at a time. He wakes up and then like the Thundercats are fucking shitting all over his garden, and he's like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" My garden's all <laughs> shit on by these fucking Thundercats because they're all fighting do, outside my do, backyard. We should do a commentary for Thundercats. <laughs> I just do all the voices. <laughs> and my bro comes up, well, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, Thundercats? He's shitting on my temple. And what, is, <laughs> what does Mumra even want to do? He wants to take over the world? Like, I don't. Or he's supposed to kill the Thundercats? I think he wanted to take over. He Well, he, he had control of third earth right i think they rewrote it in the new series but i haven't been keeping up with the new series the new series doesn't seem very good to me well i haven't seen the new one either but i was talking more about the old one it just didn't seem like like the world that they're in it was worth ruling at all because it just seemed like there was the six thundercats and like the three or four mutant guys and mumra and that was all that was living it does seem like a terrible prehistoric earth right yeah and it didn't like seem like it was, it's worth ruling anything or even worth fighting over anything. Because, uh-huh. like, the Thundercats, they always stayed in their, like, little pyramid thing. 
And the only reason they even came out was because Mumra was doing like some diabolical scheme against them. And I think if Mumra like didn't focus his efforts so hard on them, he probably would have gotten away with a lot more. What was when was even uh, the setting of Third Earth? I... Like was it before humans? Because I think it was before humans, right? Or around, about the time that humans were coming up. Honestly, I've never, never seen an episode where they explain that. I I can't remember if there was, but I I don't know. Um, but then how do you explain a fucking mummy? <laughs> well, he must have. Well, he he must have been living a lot longer before all that happened. So something must have like been happening before he was. A mummy, right? Like, who made him into a mummy that can resurrect himself like a million times? Yeah, like, who who made Mumra? How was he born? Who was his daddy? <laughs> <laughs> who was your daddy? <laughs> who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> like, someone needs to ask these questions to Mumra. Well, they're on a planet called Thundera. Oh, they're from a planet called Thundera. They're, yeah, the Thundercats are from Thundera. Yeah, and then the series pilot begins with a dying planet, Thundera, meaning its end, forcing mm -hmm. the Thundercats, who are some sort of Thundarian nobility, to flee their homeworld. Then the fleet is attacked by Thundarian's enemies, the mutants of Plundar, who destroy most of their starships in the Thunder Fleet. <laughs> they're just adding thunder to things to make it like more space, space kind of. And that's like space robots, oh, or space computer, space Skype. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem okay. So then they just go well, to look up Mumra. They go to Third Earth, and that's it. They just like are there. So they're they're actually like an invading force, and Mumra wants them to just leave and go away, but they're not. So you're saying they just crashed and. Mumra's party, right? Like, they're saying, oh, they're saying the third Earth is actually our Earth in the future. The present day is first Earth, and Mumra originates from ancient Egypt, where he enslaved himself to the ancient spirits of evil in exchange for his tremendous power and knowledge of the universe. He... So, first Earth is right now, present day. Yeah, I guess so. How, okay. do, how does that con how, how does that consider ancient Egypt? <laughs> He is seemingly the, the one responsible for destroying a, the human race after he broke Is he free. using technology then? He is using ancient spirit powers. Then how would that make sense if it's present day and you're going back to archaic... Hey, you, you have like uh, prehistoric Earth, I guess, and then you have first Earth, and then you have second Earth. I don't know what second Earth was happening, or what was happening then. Well, second Earth, that had to be... Before, future, aliens, right? before aliens came down and... Started to shit on the town, shit on bummers. I'm assuming at some point there was this nuclear explosion that wiped out the planet, right? No, it's saying that Mumro is responsible for destroying the human race. Could it be that 2012 will be the end of First Earth, and Mumro rises and takes over? Perhaps. Maybe yeah. it's maybe we're Second Earth. You just said the first Earth was present day. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're actually second Earth, and they're lying to we're us. We're towards the tail end of first Earth, and we're approaching second Earth. So you could say we're approaching Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Yeah. So it's going to be like Lord of the Rings for a few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, 
And then, after... and then you have Sauron, and you have... <laughs> <laughs> and then after Lord of the Rings, we'll have uh, Thundercats for a few years. Yeah. And that's how that's how you get Mumra from Lord of the Rings, well, like, man. Well, like, where's Lum- Mumra in Lord of the Rings? Like, is he, like, just chilling in his, pi- in his pyramid, like, waiting for things to happen? Exactly. Well, wasn't he pissed off, like, the Thundercats came down from whatever planet they He was they sleeping on? for a thousand years. Come on. Well, who was Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee played... Uh, Sauron. Yeah. Maybe he came back as Mumra. He is Mumra. He is Mumra, of course. It makes sense, you know. Yeah, he came back as Revenge. <laughs> He's using the ancient evil spirits. <laughs> I, I remember ancient Egypt. <laughs> I, I won't mention it at all during Lord of the Rings He's bringing at all. back ancient Egypt. <laughs> Can you imagine that just coming back? He's like, I'm bringing back ancient Egypt. That's the new style. <laughs> That's what he was fighting over. He's not even fighting for good or versus evil. He just wants to bring back that style. Ancient Egypt is so much more interesting. Yeah. Because we drew... We're not doing 70s anymore. We're doing ancient Egypt. <laughs> we drew pictures on the wall. Fuck this book shit. <laughs> no more iPads. <laughs> We're going back to stone bricks. <laughs> stone bricks last thousands of years. iPads last one. <laughs> And they go corrupted, and they have to give you a new hard drive. <laughs> and they come out with a new, better one. Stone is the same every year. Which <laughs> <laughs> just a better camera. <laughs> stone with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I love this new stone tablet. <laughs> <laughs> you should write this as your story. That's what you should do. <laughs> it's like fan fiction for like three different universes. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This man is totally insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so what do you what do you think about the Thunder Cubs in, in uh, Thundercats? Stop being such a pussy! <laughs> <laughs> I, I always hated them myself. But they're they're not the same as Wiley Kid and Wiley Cat, right? The if yeah, anything, the, I feel bad are, for Wiley yeah. Kid those and are the Cat. those are them. Well, I feel bad for no. I, I thought they were like younger ones, weren't there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel bad for them. Why? Because they're technically older than Lionel. Because they're older? Yeah. Why? Now no. they're the youngest. How? Because when they were on the ship coming to Dirt Earth, um, when they were being attacked, it damaged the like cryogenic chambers. Okay. That were supposed to keep them suspended during their trip. And... I think Lionel is cracked, right? So as everyone stayed the same age, Lionel got older. So Lionel is actually the youngest, but he's their leader. And Wily Kid and Wily Cat are older than Lionel. Oh, so like Lionel was like a two-year-old when they were like five-year-old? Yeah, Lionel was young, was younger than Wily Kid and Wily Cat. And by the time they got to Third Earth, because of the damage... Uh, Lionel was much older and had matured. Well, why why did he become like super powerful then? Just because he has the sword? Uh, I think it. He was the son of the king or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. So that had to pass down to him, and he was already of age. So now he's their leader. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that's kind of. Well, that's, it is kind of fucked up. That's like, sort of interesting. Yeah. But that's not that's not how it is in the new series. He just he just is old enough. It's like a teenager. He and um and Tigra are 
brothers. They're lovers? They're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're brothers, not lovers. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, they just did something really weird for that. I, mean, I, I would watch it if there was like a gay relationship. <laughs> would you watch anything with a gay relationship? No, I wouldn't actually. Every time I check out the new releases on Amazon, the DVDs, there's uh, always these like gay lesbian <laughs> movies that are coming out, like Big Gay Movie Eight. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just watch it just to laugh because they're so contrived. Have you seen any of them? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's like I didn't even know there was a Big Gay Movie Two. <laughs> I didn't know there was I'm one already on eight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are a lot of those, and I don't know what it's about. I should probably watch one. Let's see what it's about. But it seems like it's a gay girls gone wild. Like I think they do have boys gone wild, <laughs> which sounds even worse because I don't. <laughs> so, so do they like uh, take the guys in the back of the trailer and like rape them too? Well, I don't think there's any raping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard about the you've heard about the girls gone wild guy, right? Uh, Joel Francis. Yeah, like he would well, basically rape. Like a lot of the chicks that you saw, he probably did. Well, he didn't tape any of them, right? Like, he didn't what? He didn't tape any of it. No, of or course not. It wasn't on the videos. Yeah, I think it was like heresy, though. It was like a there's no like actual proof or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it just seemed like a really sketchy sort of stuff going mm -hmm. on. Well, he made millions off of that. He did. It seemed like such um, a dumb idea too. Like it's, it's like it's it's so it's such a stupid idea. Like, how do you not think of it before anyone else and make money off it? Well, yeah. that's that's like any other stupid goddamn website out there, right? It's like um, the slap shop, right? It's <laughs> the ShamWow. Yeah. Who knew you could sell millions of a product just by saying it absorbs stuff better than anything else? And sell it really well. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's not true. <laughs> it, it, it isn't true. I bought one for my mom for one Christmas. And I took one of them because in the in the ad, they say you can do 20 ounces of liquid, right? Mm -hmm. And it absorbed it. So I filled up the sink with 20 ounces of water. <laughs> and then I just plopped the towel in. Did not work. How much, how much would you say it actually did absorb? Probably half of it, and even then, it wasn't it wasn't anything like the ad. Well, did you crumple it up correctly? Well, yeah. Like, well, what else are you gonna do? It's absorbing <laughs> it, right? Like, it's, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Maybe you just didn't absorb it correctly. Okay, so there's big gay musical. Big gay musical. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's uh, 1854, and it's available on Amazon Prime, so you can get it in two day shipping, right? Okay. Um. Let me see if there's a premise for it. Paul and Eddie, two co-stars in the musical Adam and Steve, Just the Way God Made Them, are each pondering major life decisions. Paul wants to give up dating and have no string sex. Eddie's considering coming out to his super religious parents. While at first these changes bring major disasters, Eddie's parents panic at the news. Paul ruins a one-night stand. A great 
night of satire, costume singing, and dancing gives everyone the confidence to just be themselves. Are you sold? No. <laughs> I need I need something with more action in it. Like, uh, well, these le- reviews seem really good. Like lesbian vampire killers. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you now? Give the premise to lesbian vampire killers. Um, if the title is not obvious enough of what it's about. <laughs> they're women having been enslaved by the local pack of lesbian vampires thanks to an ancient curse. The remaining menfolk of a rural town sent two hopeless young lads out onto the moors as a sacrifice. Oh, I meant by giving them the premise. I meant, I meant like describing the entire trailer <laughs> to, to, oh. to everyone. But hey, okay. I'm just, re- I'm just reading the plot yeah. summary. I'm not going right. to watch a trailer for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one review. I have to say first that I was kind of skeptical about this film before watching it. I was afraid that could be another waste of my time. Just an empty and meaningless gay comedy like Eating Out 3. Or <laughs> oh, my God. Another gay movie, too. But thankfully, I was totally wrong. It just sounds like they're, like they're as bad as porn movies with their sequels. Like, there's... Uh, I don't think know. there is porn in this movie. There's no real indication that there is porn. I mean, they're shirtless on the cover, but it does say thoroughly engaging, funny, smart, and heartfelt. Thoroughly engaging. Yeah, and heartfelt. You forgot heartfelt. <laughs> well, I'm not really too much in the heartfelt, but... Uh... <laughs> there is Bear City. I think it's some sort of... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, set in New York's gay bear scene and taking a cue from the popular HBO franchise Sex in the City, Bear City follows a tight... Oh, well, watch out. <laughs> a tight <laughs> pack of friends experiencing comical mishaps, emotionally sweet yet uh, lusty roman- romantic encounters and a cast of wonderful, of colorful, diverse characters as they gear up for a big... Ellipsis. Uh, I gotta click on something. Oh, that was disappointing. A big party weekend. <laughs> yeah, this movie sounds uh, not like it should be on my list ever. <laughs> it should be. Well, I don't like musicals. Romance can be hairy. That's the tagline. Ever seen, uh, what's it called? Sound of Music? <laughs> I don't. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> is there a gay scene in Sound of Music? Yes. <laughs> yes. The whole thing. The whole... <laughs> oh my god! And this guy is just really hairy on the right side there. It could just be a shirt. A hair... shirt of hair. <laughs> a hair shirt. Yeah. Let me see if there's anything else. Longhorns. Uh, strapped. Is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> Regular guys, the love patient, buffering, redwoods. <laughs> uh, some boys do, from beginning to end. Gay in Amsterdam. Eating out drama camp. Ooh. Uh, in the fourth installment of the hit gay film series, Eating Out, Zach and Casey's relationship is in a slump, but things are about to change. This summer at Dick Dickie's Drama. <laughs> what? 
When Zach meets Benji, there is an instant connection. However, not wanting to interfere with Zach's current relationship, Benji pretends... Ah, damn you, Ellipsis. Pretends to be straight. Nothing? Nothing for you? No. There's about five shirtless guys and one lady. Nothing? Nope. You're just hard to please. (laughs) (laughs) That That should be a title of a movie. Hard to please. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just about a <laughs> about an obstinate man but uh yeah those those don't seem that bad i don't know why you're not you're well, not jumping at the chance of watching these eating out too sloppy seconds <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i need i need uh stuff with less uh dudes in it i think so some lesbian movies wet and working and from 1990. Mr. Smith gets a hustler. <laughs> no Man's Land 8. Eight women who ate women. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a... <laughs> <laughs> It's from 1993. That's a porno, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> yeah. And the production company is called Video Team. <laughs> Let's see what video team makes. Make the U-Tide gay. That's another one. <laughs> United Colors of Ass number 11. <laughs> My baby got back 39. <laughs> Fresh Pussy 2. <laughs> I'm surprised they only have two of those movies so far. Black Are they Girl. on Netflix? Are they streaming on Netflix? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. It's like you got to get paid pretty well to come up with these names, right? I guess. Only in my teens, the anal team two, <laughs> the girls of the anal valley, <laughs> young, fresh, and ripe three, which came out the same year as young, fresh, and ripe two. Anymore? Is that it? Uh, nothing poking nothing out. Nothing more recent? Nothing poking out, eh? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Afrocentric pool party? <laughs> Should they just bring back adult theaters? Is that what? <laughs> Booty double. <laughs> Nasty video magazine six. I'm just getting older and older here. Let's see what their first movie is. Tunnel of Love. I see what they did there. <laughs> Amber pays the rent. <laughs> How many times does she need to pay the rent? <laughs> A hard act to swallow. <laughs> Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> a, a, a door-to-door dildo saleswoman stumbles across Edward and upon discovering the advantages of his hand substitutes brings him home where he falls in love with her daughter. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to rent that one? <laughs> I think so. Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> I've got balls of steel. <laughs> All right, so what did we learn? United this Colors week. of Ass. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I learned United They were united. <laughs> After party. Wow, that's a low price. <laughs> so what, we learned, what did we learn this weekend? That's, uh, you can talk about Thundercats and then talk about porn two seconds after. They go hand in hand? Yep. Thundercats right. and porn. <laughs> and Zach Efron. Zach Efron 
is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should do. Another game years ago. <laughs> and Channing Tatum's gay. And The Rock's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Teddy Roosevelt's gay. Come and get me. <laughs> Actually, Chaitanya's picture on IMDb looks pretty gay. Does you, it? Yeah, you should look it up. One of us is in deep trouble. <laughs> he's gonna Chaitanya's gonna listen to this podcast and he's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> this man is totally insane. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say right, I think we we're, we're we're pretty good now. Yeah, I guess it so. has to end here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this podcast to Channing Tatum. <laughs> Tag him and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey Channing Tatum, this one's for you. <laughs> Send it to his manager. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Get Channing Tatum on there and set the record straight. <laughs> but uh, so Edward Penis Hands definitely a a pick. Definitely a pick. Oh, you should download it. I don't know if I can download it. I don't know if we're going to find that. Who's going to keep a video from 1991? Well, then buy it. It seems like it's worth it, right? Maybe. Bob's got news for you. You are mine now. <laughs> you belong to me. <laughs> Two-day shipping, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, okay, let's go both watch Edward Penis Hands. So we're going we're gonna to watch um, Edward Penis Hands? Yeah, if you find it, give it to me. <laughs> uh, all right actually maybe there's oh they have they have part of it on youtube well how much of it two minutes oh my gosh 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 <laughs> are you watching it now yeah oh my god <laughs> his his hands are literally penises <laughs> <laughs> Just two large pieces. <laughs> oh my God. This is pretty gross, actually. Like, it's just... Oh, my God. If only you were alive. <laughs> what the fuck? This is pretty damn gross. You know you like it. <laughs> she has a briefcase full of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to eat with his penis hands. This is pretty gross. Why <laughs> do oh, you keep watching it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm not going to watch this movie. You don't have to watch this movie because I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it just looks... If you're not going to watch it, then how are we going to talk about it? We're not going to talk about it because it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gross. It's just, it's just a whole arm is a penis. It's just ridiculous. It's not. It's really... no arm as a penis, or is it like split in two? Like no, it's not. It's not split. It's like he has two arms, and they're just penises, just one just and one. one. Big penis. Yeah. Oh, I thought his fingers were like penises. No, it's not. It's Co because in Edward Scissorhands, like his fingers were. Well, he had we had a pair of scissors in each or whatever, but I don't know. Obviously, yeah. it's not very uh, true to its source material. Well, I'm disappointed now. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it just. That's just... he had dildos for fingers. No. It's just two big penises. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, see you next time, so guys. sad to see you go, but this show probably blows. If you don't stick around for next time, we will never see a dime. That's the show! Goodbye! Ask your parents for permission before going to squackle.com!